0: There we are. There we are. Look who's back. Well, I got to fix my background here, but look who it is. Yes. It's yes. Jose Armando making good on his promise that he would be back on the latest episode of Miami Total Football Radio, the show, otherwise known as Miami Total Football Radio, the show. And this should be a good one because not only is Jose back, but we've got a classical to analyze and dissect and also a... Final to preview with a lot of messy talk in between. So Jose Armando's here. My name is Franco Panizo. If this is your first time listening, welcome to the show. If it's uh, one of your umpteenth times listening, thank you for your consistent listening or viewing because it is now a visual podcast. Which was I'm gonna say it. It was in part a large or a big idea, um, or in large part the idea came from Jose. And then we started it, and then he just disappears. Which yeah, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what was up with that. But anyway, but anyway, Fulton, How are you today?
1: I'm good, and and really, really happy to be back. And you know, we're gonna preview a final, so you know, it's something that you know, I guess, what three months ago, it felt like it was almost impossible. So you know, it's a, a lot of exciting things happening on and up the field, and um, yeah, I'm just ready to go.
0: So. I mean what do you what do you think we should start? Should we start with the last game first or the next game first? We got I think we should start with the newsier stuff, which is what's yeah. coming up, right? That's that's what most people wanna wanna dive into um in these next two days, right? It's inter Miami versus the Houston Dynamo in the US Open Cup final at Drive Pink Stadium in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, Florida, Um should be a heck of an atmosphere, although from what I understand, if I'm not mistaken. Inter Miami is still trying to sell tickets to that game. So not sold out just yet. I think part of that is because we do not know and the general public does not know if Lionel Messi is going to partake in the match. We'll talk about our thoughts here in just a moment. But as of right now, as of Monday night, his availability is unclear. There are reports in Argentina that he is expected uh, expected to play in what capacity is unknown it before you and I dive into it in a little bit and more detail, um, let's listen to the most recent comments we've gotten from Tata Martino. We will talk to Inter Miami's head coach on Tuesday in a press conference setting. You know the question is going to be asked at some point there, but we're recording on a Monday night. So this is the most recent comment we have from Tata Martino. It came on Sunday night in Orlando, Florida at Exploria Stadium during his post-game press conference when he was asked outright to put a percentage on the uh, chances that Lionel Messi could play in this game. He didn't give a percentage, but that's what the question was. That's where his response picks up from. So listen to that, and then Jose and I will dive into it all.
2: No, porque es muy difícil asignarle algún porcentaje, porque en en realidad vamos día a día. Eh, Lo iremos evaluando, y como siempre digo, primero escucharé qué me dice él y cómo, cómo se siente. Y después también tenemos que evaluar los riesgos futuros. ¿no? Entonces, eh, no es una decisión fácil, pero nos vamos a tomar el tiempo prudencial para este para tratar de no equivocarnos.
0: All right, Jose. Do you want to paraphrase that? I think I'm going to make you paraphrase it since you haven't been on the pod for several weeks. No, the I'm the episode. worst translator. I'm
1: the worst translator. So you go ahead and do
0: Give it. Give me it. something, Jose. Give me something. I can give you my thoughts. That's what I can give you. All right, so Tata Martino says that he wouldn't put a percentage on it, that they're going to speak to Lionel Messi before the game and see what he says, see how he's feeling, and that they'll make a decision from there. Now he uses the term uh, futuros riesgos, so future risks, that they have to take that into consideration. National
1: team. That's what he means right there.
0: (laughs) You're not supposed to give your thoughts just yet, Jose. Right. He did he did talk about riegos a futuro futuro riegos, which means future risks. Now he didn't say Argentine's national team, he didn't say it in Miami. He just that's what he said, which is interesting. I think that's one of the most interesting parts of that of that whole remark. But the end, the last part is also interesting because he says, Para asegurar que no nos equivoquemos or para no equivocarnos, which means so that we don't make a mistake. Essentially, Again. my my interpretation is <laughs> We're going to make the best decision possible so as to not jeopardize Leo for the future and to potentially injure him or you know have him out for a longer term. I don't want to say injured because they just keep saying it's muscular fatigue and they keep saying it's a, t- uh, a scar issue. Now It could be a scar tissue issue or however you want to interpret it, but that's what officially is being said by Inter-Miami, Tata Martino. Jose, let's start there. Let's start there with you because, again, you haven't been on the pod since, I don't know, I, I have to look. I was trying to look, but um, it was my brother's birthday tonight, and I had to go have a birthday dinner, so I didn't get a chance to to pick up on that detail. But what do you think about Lionel Messi right now and his overall situation? Is he hurt? Is it fatigue? Is it Justin and resting he's resting here? I mean, what, what do you chalk it up to? What is your sensation from the outside? No, I, I, I believe it's fatigue.
1: I believe it's fatigue, you know, because I felt, I always felt like League's Cup was, every everything that happened in that tournament was just way too soon. And, um, you know, everything happened so quickly that, you know, you had an elimination game almost every three days. And uh, Messi, you know, he loves to play the, those games and, and, he, and he was being successful as well. So why stop at that point? But, you know... He came from, uh, It was, was it the Bahamas or Bahamas, right? The, the vacation, like right before he signed with Inter Miami. And he flew in and just a few days after that, he was playing. And he never stopped after that for an entire month. So, yes, I believe that takes a toll on a, on a 36-year-old. Um, and now, you know, with him going to the national team and coming back, Um, I I think he wants to take care of himself and, you know, he wants to maybe evaluate what, what happens with Inter Miami from now on. And the most important thing as of right now for Inter Miami happens on Wednesday. And I think Tata knew that. I think the coaching staff knew that Messi knew that and everything that they have been able to do to this point is thinking about Wednesday. So, I would say he plays on Wednesday. I think that's the one game that, that really matters to him right now. Um, if you listen to Tata, and, and I'm sorry to say this to people that you know love MLS and think that MLS Cup is the most important, important thing, <laughs> it isn't. It isn't right now. The most important thing is you have 90, you're 90 minutes away from, from a, a trophy. You want to win the Open Cup. Messi wants to win the Open Cup. Inter-Miami wants to win the Open Cup. And they're gonna go for it. What happens after? You know, it's you know, it, it could be it, it it could be good still. You know, Messi could still have an opportunity to come after the FIFA window in October, play in Charlotte, score two goals, and you know, book a ticket to the playoffs. It could happen, but that's too far away. Right now, it's about Wednesday. It's about a trophy. It's about the final. I think it's fatigue. He plays on Wednesday.
0: So I agree with you that I think he plays on Wednesday in some capacity. You know what the follow-up question will be? Does he start against the Houston Dynamo? You think he starts?
1: I think he starts. Yeah, I think he starts. And you know, I was you touched on this on this a little bit. I was looking at the tickets and um was it, I think it was Saturday. And you know, there were tickets for $175. Plus fees, what whatever that means, probably twenty five dollars more. So two hundred bucks plus two hundred dollars, two hundred dollars for a final that Messi is involved in. That's not a bad deal. It's not <laughs> a bad deal at all. I mean, I've seen people pay more than that for a regular season game, you know, in the last couple of weeks. So I think that's a very good deal. I'm saying I'm saying he's going to play on Wednesday. And I'm not going to say that's going to be the last game that he's going to play for Inter Miami because it's not going to be the last game. But I think at the same time, he's managing a little bit the load, thinking about um, the national team. You know, the national team, a couple of games coming up. I mean, no offense to Olivia. I, I think Messi would have loved to play that game as well. It was just too much before. And that's why he was not able to play. But the next two games, he wants to play with Argentina. That's for sure. And so I, I think, you know, that's, that's part of it. You know, he wants to be ready for the national team. He carries still, you know, in my opinion, too big a load when it comes to Argentina. I think, you know, they need to find a way to free him up a little bit because he's, he's not going to last forever. And they are a solid team with him. But they need to start, you know, they, they need to be even better without him because he's not going to be there for for too long. But I think he plays on Wednesday, and he's just getting ready for the national team in, in a few weeks.
0: So what's-his-name-10 brings up a good point here, Jose. That well, I guess what's-his-name-10 isn't completely uh, contradicting your point, but he makes a good case or a good argument here. Extra time if tied, though, not straight to penalty kicks. Is Lionel Messi ready to go 120 minutes? Is he going to be ready to go 120 minutes if that's what's needed? Because you're not subbing him off, right? So it's a cup final. Yeah. But you're winning comfortably, you're not subbing him off. if he starts. But but here's my my thought with that. If I'm Tata Martino,
1: I'm thinking I'm going to bring Messi in from the start. And most likely, if I give him 90 minutes, he's going to find a way to win the game at that point, you know, in 90 minutes. So I'd rather give him 90 minutes to win a game than give him, let's say, 60 minutes, including 30 of at a time and 30 in the second half of extra time, I should say. So, I don't know. I'd rather have him start. And if he starts, by the way, and we'll probably talk about this uh, later on, but if he starts, I I think Houston, they, they have no chance. They have no chance if he starts. So, that, that would be my thought. I would say, I wouldn't think about 120. I would think I'm going to give Messi 90 minutes to win this game, and I'm pretty confident he can do that.
0: So I would like to think that he starts because it's a final and there's going to be a lot of eyeballs on it. But with the caveat that Tata Martino puts up, with the good point that what's his name, Ted just mentioned, I think he comes off the bench as a sub. I don't think he starts. I think – because you're, you're going under the premise that he's fatigued. That's, that's yeah. what you think is the situation. Mm-hmm. I mean, he left the game against Bolivia with something, and ever since then, it's been murky in terms of his availability, in terms of if he's going to play, how long he's it? like. It's been kind of up in the air. Not a whole lot of detail. My sensation is that he's injured. My sensation is that he's not a hundred percent, and that he he's been trying. He well, he tried to play um, with Inter Miami at less than a hundred percent, and then said, you know what? I gotta come off. I'm I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm not ready to continue to play. I don't feel like myself, etc. Cetera, et cetera. This is my sensation, not inside information, just my sensation. It's a fun, right? So you you might push him here a little bit more than if it's just a regular season game. So I think he does play, despite the fact that I don't think he's 100. But I think he does so as a sub because if you're winning, he can come on in the last 20 minutes. You know, he can make his appearance. You know, he'll be on the field if the final whistle blows and they win. If it's tie game or if inner Miami's behind, then he gives him that, that super sub ability. Um, I think he plays, I think it's going to be as a substitute. We'll see tomorrow the trains. We'll see how how what we see in the 10, in the 15 minutes that we're slated to to watch at the beginning of practice, which probably won't be that much. We'll probably see the usual uh, inter Miami field players just coming out to the field, the goalkeepers as well, coming out on the field, jogging, doing the, the large rondos, which they've been doing um under Data Martino, which I didn't know in Argentina was called el loco but that's what it's called apparently in argentina um in peru it's called cabotito i don't know what they call it in honduras um but nonetheless i don't think we're gonna get a whole lot from those 15 minutes unless he just doesn't train at all um we'll see about jordi alba who i think is a bigger question mark in terms of his overall availability um but we'll get something we'll get a little bit more news on on tuesday morning that we can share with of course all of you viewers and listeners, also, what were you gonna there's, say? There's, there's,
1: you know, there's something within what what Tata said in his in his um, post match press conference that really caught my attention, and and he he clearly said, "I'm gonna talk to him and see how he feels." So I think that part leads me to believe. That he's playing because you know it's gonna be easy to speculate later on if he doesn't play, that Messi doesn't care about this. You know, people could go out there and say it because Tata said that he would actually go and talk to him. And I don't think Tata will put him in that position where you know he's gonna it's gonna be controversial whether Messi plays or likes to play or not or cares enough to play the final with Inter-Miami. So, maybe it was a mistake from Tata, and the phrase was, you know, not exactly what he wanted, but I think he plays. I just think he plays. If, if it's up to him, if he feels good enough to play, I think he'll play, even though that's not 100%. And let's be real, it might, I mean, Missy, he might not need to be 100% to win this game. Like, you know, he can provide a spark, couple plays, couple of goals, and or free some space for Campana, fingers crossed that you know Tata still thinks Campana <laughs> is the right matchup for him or, or partner, I should say. I just think he plays. I I have no doubt he plays. If I, if I would have to bet, I would bet that he plays, he starts.
0: So I'm gonna read end those comments here from the comment section. And he says Island boy, referring to one of your nicknames, which is Island Jose. Because <laughs> I, I don't know what just what reach you just made about with regards to you know how Tata's words could be interpreted and Messi not caring if he doesn't play. I don't I don't agree with that at all. Um, but but, but he said that he would talk to him, sure, he because they should know how he feels. Him. He's to see how he feels. Do you feel good? Do you feel ready? But because again, the, the part there that also stands out is well, well it's, messy, it's messy you know people people,
1: people are you know there are, there are good and bad things about being messy you know the good is that you're gonna have millions of people that are gonna cheer you on no matter what even if you make a mistake they 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 won't care <laughs> and they will cheer you up but there are you know millions as well that just are waiting for him to make a mistake and you know capitalize on it. And, and that could be something that could be part of the conversation, you know, if people want to be negative and talk about it, probably you'll never have enough proof to say it, to actually say it, because you'll never be in that conversation between Tata and Messi. But I'm just saying that, you know, that particular phrase from Tata will set up that conversation. And that's I why no, I, I, don't I don't
0: think so. I don't. I don't
1: think, so. I don't think, don't. I don't think that, that will do it. I mean, you wouldn't do it, but I'm sure there will be several media outlets that will do that. You know, might well, what,
0: not be so what's his name? Ten. It says it sounds like Messi decides, which I think is what your what your point is. There, right? Yeah. V um, Vega. Yeah. V Vega says sorry. V Vega says Messi plays U.S. Open Cup and limited MLS minutes after, unless it looks like two victories against Charlotte puts Inter Miami into the playoffs. I mean, I agree with that. I think that regardless of how many minutes he plays on Wednesday that for much of the regular season the remainder of the regular season he's going to have a more limited role like he's yeah. not going to be the leonel messi that we saw in the league's cup i tweeted this last week uh, you know leonel messi was one of the biggest reasons why they won the league's cup if they're going to make the playoffs it's because other players stepped up and helped them during this this final push um, yeah i don't do i just don't see him having that big workload during this final stretch of the of the regular season. If they get into the playoffs, then yes, you know, I would assume or I would expect at least from today here in late September, September 25th, I would expect then maybe he gets back into that every game starting most games, 90 minutes, because at that point it's, it's win or go home. You're going off to your, your, to your, um, you know, off season break. So, but at this point with the regular season and what's going on, again, I think he's injured. I think he's injured. You know, it's just what everything leads me to believe. Um, We know that Inter Miami is secretive about their injuries. Sometimes they're a little more forthcoming, and they've got a press release um, brought to you by Baptist Health. (laughs) But often enough over the course of these, you know, three and a half years, there's been a lot of mystery surrounding injuries, right? We don't don't necessarily get uh, clear updates. And when they usually do this day to day thing, it's because they want to just, you know, um, fulfill the obligation of having to provide an update without really providing an update. Right. So by saying day to day, they've done their job of informing the media and the general public of his overall status. But it's obviously without any real clarity as to what the heck is going on.
1: I think tomorrow might be might be a different situation. You know, I think. Tata understands that, you know, it's a final, you know, it's, it's different. It's, it's not, it's, it's a final. It's a, it's a different game. You know, there are, I was reading um, this information last night. There are more than 52, 52, ride holders all over the world. More than
0: 52 right U.S. Holders. soccer, U.S. soccer has done... Cashing a in. tremendous yeah. job of cashing in on this cash cow yeah. that is Lionel Messi in a final because that's so for the listeners and viewers that might not be um, completely familiar with how this works. Obviously, this is the US Open Cup, it's run by US soccer, not by MLS, mm-hmm. uh, not by some which is soccer united marketing, which is Major League soccer's like marketing arm or tool, whatever you want to, however, you want to refer to uh, that company or that entity as. So this organization, sorry, this tournament is run by the organization that is U.S. Soccer. So they have the rights, um, and they negotiate the rights for broadcasting the game. And that is where Jose gets to make a very nice announcement because he <laughs> is part of one of those <laughs> broadcasting networks from around the world that has paid a lump sar- um, a large sum or a lump sum of money to broadcast <laughs> this match in their country. So Jose, please share with us because you're going to be on the field. You're going to be picking up. Sights and sounds from Miami right. Total Fuba that you normally don't get to because normally you're up in the press box sitting with me in the air conditioning. So hope just, to be, just, people, <laughs>
1: people. just to be clear, that's not where I was going with this, but <laughs> Frank will just...
0: I, hey, I said last week that we were going to talk about it when we brought you on. It's, I mean, it's it's cool. It's a great thing. It's awesome that you get to do what you're about to do in the fight.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? I, I'll, I'll be doing some sideline reporting for Claro Sports in in me- Mexico and in, in Central America. So that should be fun. And, yes, I'll bring all that information that I get now that I'll be on the field.
0: <laughs> if <it> Inter <reminded laughs> listening to this, they're going to put you, like, in some far corner on like, the opposite <laughs> end. You're definitely not going to pick up anything from the part that they're going to put you on if they heard this today. Um, but, no, it's awesome. I, awesome, awesome.
1: I will. I will. But, you know – my point was that, you know, I think Tata understands, you know, the the outside of the game that, you know, you, you really need to provide an update more than in any other game. This is not like I'm going to Orlando City, regular season game, day to day works. No, this is a little bit different because, you know, all those right holders that I'm talking about, they will be listening tomorrow. And since they are trying to build a preview of the game, and then remember that they'll be broadcasting a final that Messi will be involved in. So this is all that they will be talking about for the next 48 hours. And so they really want to build this up. So Tata knows that tomorrow he needs to give a little bit of more information, because if not people will try to find a way to do it. You know, we are very nice here. The local media,
0: (laughs) uh, we are
1: very, very nice.
0: Speak for yourself, sir. Speak for yourself.
1: Yeah, you are very nice too. You know, we're (laughs) all very nice in the sense that if they tell, tell us day to day, we're very patient. Well, you know, that doesn't happen in other parts of the world. And sometimes if people don't get the information that they're looking for, They are going to try to find other ways. And I'm thinking if there are 52 right holders, uh, let's say 40 are well-behaved, 12 will find a way to get more information, to speculate, to try to continue their conversation. So tomorrow, I think, you know, from the team might be, you know, a a conversation that they would have with Tata and just let him know, okay, this is a different scenario. We kind of have to give them a little bit more. So I think tomorrow will be,
0: you know, we'll get an update. We'll get an update yeah. on whether he plays or not. Listen, again, we've already said it, but I'm going to reiterate it. I think he's plays. I think I think there's no doubt that he plays. And you we can debate about whether he starts or not. Again, I say no. But he's playing in this game from my outside perspective. Look at this. I have this jersey now, right? We've been I've been waiting for that because it's always been one side. We just had the 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 It's called La Noche Um, up here on my wall, my backdrop. I've been waiting for this one, uh, the pink, the heartbeat one to release again because it sold out very quickly. And it is out now. It's it's available um, on Adidas. It's available at Inter Miami's team store, which, by the way, for you listeners uh, that are here locally, that store is now open Monday through Friday, if I'm not mistaken, from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m.
1: So oh really?
0: So Monday through Friday, Ooh, that's news you can now walk up to Drive Pink Stadium or drive up to Drive Pink Stadium. There's a security guard at the gate on the what is that, the northwest corner, and he will let you in so that you can walk into the store and you can shop there during It took them a apps. while. You it know, I remember
1: Yeah, I remember, you know, maybe like a month ago or so, like before press conference or training, I can not remember what it was. Um, You know, as we were driving in and, um, you know, people from Barcelona were outside and they actually asked me to take a picture of them. And and I did. And then they asked me, where's the team store? And I'm like, well, the team store is right there, but I doubted that you'll be able to get in. And they were surprised that, you know, how is it possible that the team store is not open? And at that point, I was like, they absolutely have a point. You know, that should have been part of the plan from day one. When Messi said, okay, I'm going to Miami, they needed to find a way to, to have the store open, not 24-7, but you know what I mean.
0: Matthew Hannau says, Jose is massive with two massive. sunglass emojis. Uh, getting your props there in the comment section, Jose. <laughs> uh, I mean – yeah. I mean, other stores, like other clubs around the world, they have their stores, which are maybe near the stadium, but outside of the stadium. The yeah. problem with Inter-Miami's uh, situation is that their store is within the stadium. So you have to get through the gates and, you know, you can't just let people just run about throughout the stadium. So I'm sure right. they took some planning on their part. You're probably right, though, that they should have figured that out a lot, a lot sooner. Um, but it's a temporary now-
1: stadium as well. You know, it's not like, you know... It's, yeah. it's a stadium a, a that was A decade's worth built.
0: of time temporary. Right, yeah.
1: But, you know, it was a stadium that was built just because they needed to find a place to play. So, I mean, it's that that's probably an excuse for it. But at the same time, yeah, you needed to figure out a plan to open it up. and, and Because, you know, there are actual tours that stop by Drive Pink Stadium now and just drop off people, take pictures, and move on onto the next spot, which to me is still something that I just can't believe. You know, I just, is that,
0: is that oh, a thing? Yeah. I did not know about this. You're, you're getting some like, yeah. 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 Maybe, maybe yeah. we should make some Miami total Cuba radio tours, bro. Maybe it's a, a market <laughs> we can We can corner and get some, uh, some fine money there. Um, I don't know how that worked exactly, but
1: interesting. By the way, we need to, you need to have, you know, in your, in your background, the, is it your seven, Paniso? Is that is that the, name, the number that you... No,
0: I picked five. I took five.
1: You picked five? Oh, true. You picked five. So in, you need to make an appearance at some point in the background.
0: But yeah. I don't play. I'm not, a, I'm not a player that plays for Inter-Miami, so... No, I, but I mean I, just for fun. <laughs> maybe one day during the offseason, maybe. But for right. now, it's these two bad boys, these double tens, which, by the way, will run you a pretty penny if you get the authentic version, which I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I was at the store today, is all that they have. And that thing runs you close to $200. So, uh, yeah. I'm just, you know, they're, they're going to go like hotcakes on Wednesday. They'll probably go on the, like hotcakes even before then because, again, stores open during the day. So you could go Wednesday during the day. Uh, I'm sure they're Saturday. saving
1: some for Wednesday, you know, because I mean, it would be disappointing so I, like to go on Wednesday, think you're going to get it. And there's <laughs> they're already sold out. I mean,
0: I, I mean, what, what what if tomorrow there just goes a flood of people to go buy the jersey? What are you going to tell them? No, you can't buy it. I mean, they, maybe they have some boxes somewhere else that they're saving for for uh for wednesday nights, but i've heard that they're already going on hotcakes you know again there's been such high demand for them um they're back out there on the shelves you can go get them um and again they're going to sell fly up by the way by the way because people keep asking why do they keep playing with the heartbeat pink? why have they not worn la noche in a while since Messi's arrived they have never won la noche I have, a, I have a theory i shared it on twitter today i have a a thought as to why I don't know if you have any thought as to why. I mean, because at first it could have been like, oh, well, maybe that's superstitious. Um, you know, he you know, they yeah. won with it or they, they advanced and won, they never lost with that jersey, but then they lost with that jersey. So it's not about being superstitious, right? So, do you have any thought as to why before I share my my
1: theme? no, that was my thought initially. You know, since they have been winning, 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 why change? I mean, I've had people like actually send me messages about wearing the same clothes that I wore when, when I was covering a team, I'm not say I can see the name was covering a team and I was wearing like the exact same suit. And they told me you need to wear it the next game because we won this game. you got to wear it the next one. I didn't. <laughs> and it didn't go well, but <laughs> I get that feeling that, you know, if you're superstitious, Then And if you've been around uh, football for for a while, I mean, I do it sometimes, to be honest. You know, when Motawa plays and I want Motawa (laughs) to win, I never wear uh, a Motawa jersey. So I initially thought Tata was doing the same thing or Messi. I don't know, whoever. Tata Tata was my thought initially. But then you're right. So then, you know, the 5-2 came by and, and they're still wearing pink. So I haven't thought
0: about it since. So, before I dive into my favorites, because soccer players, football players uh, around the world, especially in Latin America, can be very superstitious. They yes. have routines, they have things they have to do, they have to put, like, for example, there's players that have to put their right shin guard on first before their left shin guard every single game. If you see Tata Martino, keep an eye on him whenever uh, a game kicks off. When a game kicks off, he steps out of the uh, technical area Onto the field, touches the ground and persina, He you know he he blesses himself. Um, does the does the cross. Uh, does that every game, every game when the game kicks off. So you know different coaches, different players have whatever superstitions they have. Uh, Ricardo Gareca, Peru's former head coach. Like there was a story about him um, before a big game, running into uh, a bride that was part of a wedding that was in the same hotel that the national team was in, and that you know they ended up winning that game. So then. You know, he, he started taking pictures with brides before games. There's like a whole, a whole, you know, uh, urban legend and a whole, like, uh, incredible story that, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, these things aren't really deciding whether you win or lose, but players, actually, coaches are, super, are superstitious. Yeah. You're not superstitious? Uh, love... You don't have any superstitions? I mean, I guess I do. But, not I mean, when it comes to sports, maybe. Maybe if I'm, like, yeah. playing, even when I'm playing pickup, but it's not because, oh, I, I need a win. This is, like, something I just do for... For comfort. Uh, Like when I'm on a flight, I have like a superstition thing that I do. Um, Then you are. Then you are. (laughs) I mean, you are. If you do it once, I mean, you are. I guess. I don't put my right shoe on before my left shoe every single time. At least not not that I'm aware of. So, you know, things like that. But, again, there's levels to the superstitions. Anyway, my theory with regards to the actual – to the jerseys. This – I keep doing this wrong. This one, this one is pink, right? Inner Miami – their identity is all about being pink. So I think that that's one of the major reasons why in these initial games with Messi, they have made a conscious effort to wear the pink. So they make sure that the images are on him in pink so that it's Messi in La Rosada, right? That's one. The other part of it is this jersey, don't forget, gets swapped out next year. There will be a new home jersey in 2024. So what best way to monetize whatever left current, uh, whatever life shelf it has than by making it the one that is on TV, in the photos, on the matches, every single game. This one will last for another year and some change. This one doesn't get swapped out until 2025. So we'll see this one again at some point. We'll see it next year. This Wednesday. one we will not. We will not. So I think they're doing it to maximize profits. Adidas in Miami. Like, all right, let's wear the pink. Let's, you know, let's get people wanting that jersey, right? Because that's the one they're gonna see. It's, it's marketing. And this is, listen, professional sports, we say it all the time. It's still a business. So, yes, I think that is 100% part of why we have not seen La Noche. I, I, at some point, you're going to have to see La Noche, right? Like, Wednesday. Even, Wednesday. I think it's going to be Wednesday. No, 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 no. Not at the final level. Impossible. I, I think it's going to be Wednesday.
1: I think it's going to be Wednesday because, you know. No. Could there be a
0: conflict with pink and orange? Well, they won't wear orange. They're going to wear their alternate jerseys. Houston will wear their alternate jerseys. inter Miami's at home. They're going to wear orange. No chance. No chance. I think Inter-Miami wears fake, and Houston will wear their alternate. Anyway, let's get back to to the football aspect. So we think Messi's going to play, right? Messi's going to play. Uh, You think he starts. I think he doesn't. Let's talk about the matchup. Let's talk about the matchup, which is going to change for both of us here because we we see it a little bit differently in terms of the lineup. Inter-Miami is the favorite, Yes. With Messi, yes. I mean, without Messi, are they still
1: the favorites? Without Messi, no. Really? Without Messi, it's even. With
0: Messi, they are favorites. Yeah. I don't know if I agree with that. I think they're. I think they're. <laughs> um, uh, tracker here says they're gonna go like balias ricas, talking about the jerseys going on sale. Right. And, and, and the tra-
1: balias for lunch tonight, today. Very, very good.
0: good. And then Tracker says, Franco, you see la noche every night, homie. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Listen, last night I did see La Noche for a good while, and that's because I was driving back with my two buddies that made the road trip with me uh, up to Orlando. So I got home at three in the morning yesterday. I'm exhausted. Today's also my brother's birthday. Shout out to my brother Bruno, who, by the way, I got him one of these. Um, so happy birthday to Happy birthday, to, Bruno. To Bruno. Um, but yeah, going to the game, I think Inter Miami is the favorite, whether Messi starts or not. Busquets is going to be back in that lineup. He rested against Orlando yeah. City. That was the official reason. There was no, I know there was a little bit of a mix-up with your question, actually, Jose. Thank you for confusing <laughs> the whole world when you asked about Sergi Christoph and what his status is for Wednesday, and people assumed that it was Sergi Busquets. Oh, because, yeah, so, but anyway, so Sergio Busquets was rested on Sunday. We expect that he's going to be back in on wednesday i think interminton is the favorite at home with busquets in the lineup and they still have talent they still have talent facundo farias is going to start this game i don't know where on the field he's starting this game but he's starting this game the fact that he was left on the bench against orlando city makes that crystal clear to me and maybe is another sign jose maybe it's another sign that leon Messi is not going to start because when messi hasn't been around facundo farias has been like the de facto playmaker slash ten. So if they were saving him on Sunday night, right? They, they, he came off the bench, but if they were saving him a little bit, maybe that points to him starting in Messi's place. But it's possible that he also starts with Messi on the field, and they just play him in a different role, whether it's on the wing in the midfield, or whatever, whatever the case is. So I think they're the favorites regardless. I think the onus is on them to take the game to Houston. I mean, who's expecting Houston to win this game? I don't even think Houston, the Houston the fan base expects them to win. They probably want them to win, but I don't think that. You know, Houston, I don't even think the players' moms expect them to win. That's 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 how much of a favorite I think Inter-Miami is going into this one. Everyone expects him to win. Everyone expects – even Pedro Galese, the Peruvian national team goalkeeper who plays for Orlando City, he was asked after the game who he wants to win on Sunday. He was asked who he wants to win, and he just kind of, like, gave, like, a, a telling smile and – then he says, "Well, there's probably in Spanish, right?" He's like, "There's no doubt that Inter Miami is going to take this one, no doubt." Which you know, if you, you obviously read between the lines with a smile, he's talking about Inter Miami getting the referees' help because they are the favorites. So, I think I think Inter Miami's the favorite, man. No matter who starts and who doesn't start, well, and the onus is on them.
1: Yeah, you know, <laughs> I think Tracker.
0: I I think if Messi
1: if Messi, no, I mean. Like, honestly, like Houston, I think they have two players that we all know. I mean, Hector Herrera and Carrasquilla, the Panamanian. What's
0: Carrasquilla's Carrasquilla's first name, Jose?
1: Adalberto. Adalberto Carrasquilla. Coco Carrasquilla. I
0: had to to make you
1: you say it. Yeah. So I think, think, you know, it's a matter of. Being a final, it's going to take something special out of both teams. You know, it's it's going to be a huge moment. Even if Messi doesn't start, he will be available. That's for sure. But if, even if he doesn't start, Houston Dynamo players, they know the world is watching this final. And, you know, when they tell you the world is watching you play, it's not going to be the same, you know, it's not going to be any other regular game. So they're going to have to step it up a little bit, give something more than what we have seen in the league, which lately it hasn't been that bad. It's a Ben Olsen team, yes, but it hasn't been that bad. They have been getting results. At the end of the day, if Messi plays, I think it's an easy win. But if Messi doesn't play... Then I give Houston a chance. I think they they
0: have a small window. That's my thought. So I will say, in Miami again is the favorite for me. Now Houston is going to be up for this game. Like I'm not the biggest Ben Olsen guy in terms of tactical, his oh, tactical acumen. I don't think you know as a coach he's tactically the best, but going back to his playing days, I mean, he never backed down from a challenge. He was never shy. He got stuck in. He's a very fiery type of coach. He, the team's going to be up for it. Houston is going to be up for this final. I have yeah. no doubt about that. I don't think they're going to they're going to come out and, you know, get caught napping in the first five minutes. I think they're going to come out. They're going to be intense. They're going to be physical. They're going to try to uh, ruffle under Miami's feathers and uh, try not to let them play their game, kind of, you know, uh, disrupt them a little bit mentally, physically, uh footballistically. So I I have no doubt about that. Now whether the talent you know levels are clear, I think Inter Miami is miles better talently from top to bottom. Um so that's where Inter Miami is going to have to do their part. If they can play as well as they can, whether Messi starts or not, then I think they win this game. If they allow the Houston Dynamo to, to impact them and limit them and negate them, then you have a match. Then you have a match. And then there's a real game to be had there. Houston Dynamo can find one on the counter. I mean, Inter-Miami, again, still susceptible to, to plays with the high line. Of course, it's the risk you take when you play a high line. You leave a lot of space in behind. So Inter-Miami is very susceptible there. But if Inter-Miami plays how it can, 100%, I think they win this one, and they'll be lifting their second troll with Messi yeah. on the field. Lou Lopez says Miami's the favorite despite Houston being in good form. But it is a cup game, so anything can happen. Anything can happen. That's for sure, especially since this can go to penalty kicks. Um, and people have been saying that Houston, because of their place in the standings, is, you know, is a good team or is not that bad, right? And I can't say that they're bad. But if you look at their record in the regular season, they're in fourth place in the Western Conference. And that that is impressive. But their record is 12 wins, 7 ties, and 11 losses. Yeah,
2: they they're
0: very bang, on and off. They're bang average. They're bang average teams. It's very inconsistent.
1: Yeah, they're very on and off. They're very on and off. I think they just happen to win games, you know, when, which is something that's happening right now to Inter Miami as well. You know, they, they, they draw against Orlando City, and that should be a bad result at this point. But, you know, because of all the other teams – ended up losing games or they didn't win games, then it looks like a positive for Inter-Miami. But we're going to get to that later. I still think, you know, the draw was not good enough. But that's that's what happened to Houston as well. You know, they have been able to win games at the right time, and that's why they're up in the standings. But they are very on and off. I mean, if you watch closely their games, you know, they can very easily win a game 4-0 and then the next week win, I mean, end up losing 3-0, you know. They're very on and off, and I think the stage is it's going to be a problem for them. If Messi plays, you know, it's going to be a similar scenario to what we saw in League Cup, especially with MLS teams facing Messi was too big of a factor, you know, in in those games. And this will be the first game for Houston Dynamo players against Messi. And I think that's gonna be a factor as it was in League's Cup. And and elimination games, you just can't approach them that way. You know, you just just can't do it. Just giving way too much advantage, and you're giving it to the best player in the world. So it usually doesn't translate to good things.
0: Peter Parker, I guess we have Spider-Man in the comment section, says Houston's gonna follow Nashville's blueprint. It's a Rami, so watch out and make sure they avoid uh, their tactics and score goals. Let's talk about tactics. Let's jump right into tactics. I mean, inter Madrid is going to play that same possession-based style, right? Is there any doubt about that? That's what they're no. going to try to do. Okay, there's no doubt about that. Now, again, whether Messi's on the field or not, you know, we've already talked about that because we we don't see it either. But the question is, and the question has now for some games, regardless of the style that they want to play, how do they go about playing that style? In what system? In what formation? In qué sistema, or qué formación? Four three three or five three two. I, and I, guess, I, guess, I, guess, I guess it depends whether we think Messi starts or not. I think, I mean, that could factor into the thinking. I think Jordi, Alba a,
1: Jordi Alba is a Jordi Alba is a big big factor into that as well. That was my main problem. As I was thinking about it this morning, I, I you know. I thought about I thought about this. Okay, so Jordy might not might not might not be starting. So I'm thinking he's not gonna start. Am I comfortable playing Noah Allen as a left back in a final? That's one thing that I need to figure out. And then
0: But what if Adva's th- not if Padua's not available, whether it's four three three or five three two, Noah Allen's the next man up.
1: No, but remember there was the game. I can't remember exactly when it was, but there was a the game where Tata decided to play um, DeAndre on the left side.
0: He did. He early made on. that decision early on.
1: Yeah. To to play DeAndre on the left side. So, I mean, that could be an option, especially playing at home. And I think when he did it. It was probably on the road. I remember that he had to switch it off pretty quickly because there was an injury. And then he moved back DeAndre to the right side. So when you're playing at home, you know, I'm willing to take those chances because DeAndre will be an attacking-minded player. Then Houston is not going to be, you know, that team that's going to outrun you. So I'm comfortable with DeAndre taking chances on the left side moving forward. So I'm not so sure that I start Noah Allen, and that will take you to a what I think is a, a three-five-two. I know you think it's a five-three-two, but I think it's a three-five-two.
0: Jose, it's a five-three-two, but we—I mean, we're not going to do this debate I, yeah, here. We're we don't—we do don't agree
1: with that. I think it's a—I think it's a three-five-two. When Phil did play a five-three-two, solid. Tata is a lot more aggressive. And that's why I think it's three in the
0: back. But even but, he says, even I, he says in his post game press conferences or in his, he's like, he's like, he said three he, or five. He says three or five, right? So he kind of acknowledges that it's not just an out and out three. But anyway, all right, we're not, we're, we've had that debate plenty of times. Um, I, I put the the little ticker there at the bottom. What formation should Inter Miami use for you viewers and listeners? Let us know what you think. Or three three or five three two. Tracker says they better not come out with the five three two. I think they're coming you know, out 5-3-2. People three, don't two. like
1: that. People don't like that at
0: all. I don't think they're coming out 5 through 2 regardless of Messi's on the field or not. I think that because of, again, that susceptibility, that weakness, which, again, is inherent when you play a high line, right, when you're pushing so many numbers into the opposing half, that you can't get caught on the counter. I think Tata's going to want to, help, want to make sure to try to shore that up as much as possible by having three center backs out there along with the two wing backs. And that's Maybe. the only
1: way Toto Aviles can be good with Inter Miami. If he plays with three center backs, Toto is a much better player than when they play with four in the back. Don't it well, doesn't matter if he plays next to Kamal or Sergi. It doesn't
0: matter. Toto Aviles is a speed, his speed is what really stands out when they play with five at the back. Because he's the fastest center back. So he can help close down and put out some fires that maybe Kamal Miller and Sergi Christoph cannot. So I think he starts. I know he didn't have the best of games in Orlando, although he had a very good game in the previous match, right? Against, so, against I mean, come on. Against Toronto. I mean, but he, saw, he was still faced up against, uh, at times, Lorenzo Insignia and, and Federico. They uh, didn't
1: care. They didn't care absolutely at all about that game. They were horrible.
0: He had a good game. That's all I'm saying. He had a good game. Yeah, it was, it was uh, good.
1: It was good performance from him. But he had to help. Again, I'm going to go back to poor Christian, Christian Macoon. You know, I think it's a similar scenario. Macoon, when he left Inter Miami, people thought he was close to signing with Real Madrid. He was... No. Next thing, Sergio Ramos and Macoon. The future. The former Juve player, Macoon here, Macoon there. Where goes
0: Island Jose the Island Jose that we've missed with is exaggerations <laughs> uh, in terms of making comparisons. So and I- now now,
1: you know, it's it's a different story. I, I think Toto you know, there might be there might be a player in him, but I just don't see it with a four-man backline. Two way too many mistakes.
0: So you think they're going five at the
1: back or four at the back? I think they, they will end up going with what well, I think it's three in the back and you think it's five. Yeah, boys, four, yeah, okay.
0: <laughs> okay. So what I'll say is you might have a point because Noel has played, but he's played like center back as a third center back. Seemingly, maybe, you know, I'd have to look at the numbers to be exact, but it seems like he's played as much or almost as much as a third center back as he has as a left back or left wing back. Um I think that maybe, maybe there is a possibility we do see DeAndre Edlin on the left and Robert Taylor on the right mm-hmm. in, in the back five. Um, I think it's possible. I think it's possible. I think the three center backs, that's clear cut. I think that's clear cut. Aviles, Kristoff, on, I think you have Kristoff as the, as the sweeper because he's the one that can cover the least amount of ground in quick order, right? The other two are faster. So you put him as the sweeper, make the other guys do a little bit more right. And then you've got, again, either Yedlin and Noah Allen or Robert Taylor and uh, DeAndre Yedlin. And I think that the prize's experience here, especially on the back line. So you might be on to something. You might be on to something that it could be Robert Taylor and, and DeAndre Yedlin. We'll see. But then that leads us to the next line. field. If we're going with three in the midfield, who do we think Inter-Miami starts there? Dixon Arroyo is... For sure, sure fire starter. Yeah. All right. Who else? Is can I ask your sure fire starter?
1: Uh, I don't know. I I think Facundo plays.
0: In the midfield. Yeah. Facundo
1: I plays Fac- in the
0: midfield.
1: Facundo plays, and I think yeah, I think Benga will end up playing there as well, just to help out help out a little bit. Um, Dixon, you know. I think.
0: Ben-ha. So you don't think so? You again, no Busquets. You just like you just took. I'll busquets do Busquets.
1: Down. Sorry, sorry. Ah no 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 no. Yes, you can't oh, Busquets, Busi, 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 my Busi, Busi. Yes, so... Busi plays. Me, Benha no.
0: Again.
1: Benha Benha plays. Benha doesn't play. <laughs> oh, busquets on, yeah. plays. Now I'm mess. I'm, I'm confused with my 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 own question from last from uh, weekend. I didn't want to call Busquets Sergio and Sergio, <laughs> so yeah, I think obviously Busquets plays Dixon, and then I think Facundo gets gets the gets the start.
0: So Busquets, Dixon, Campañas, and, and your top
1: two are. I think Campana, but then you know I, that's why I get then I get frustrated because everybody feels like Campana should be playing, and then here comes Tata and starts Joseph.
0: Okay, but we we've talked about that in good detail. No, you haven't been. I, I looked this up, Jose. You haven't been on a podcast since August sixth. It's almost been it's just a month. Months. That's it's almost two months. We're at the end of September, not at the beginning of September. Well, I'm okay, back. So I'm here. You've gone Hollywood on us, like someone said in the comments <laughs> like, uh, last time. All right, so wait. Give me, give me your front. Give me your midfield three and your front two now. Just make it, make it easy and clean. Come on, and then we can dive into all of it. I know okay, you're picking Okay, so
1: out yeah, so. Let's start from, from, from scratch. So Drake, oh obviously. Um, Taylor. Um, <laughs> you're making me laugh. Yes, you're making me not, laugh. Not, I'm, really, <laughs> I'm, <from senior. laughs>
0: right, I'm going to go. While you, while you gather your thoughts, i You gather your thoughts.
1: All right. All right. So we said the
0: back five and Drake calendar and, like right. There's two different alternatives there in terms of the wingbacks, but that's we've talked about that. Midfield three. I'm going Dixon Arroyo, Sergio Busquets, and Benjamín Kremaski, because I don't think Messi starts. And since Messi doesn't start, then that leaves me with a front two of Facundo Farias and Leonardo Campana. I think Tata has come to the realization, maybe a little bit late than the rest of us, but I think from recent games, I think Tata has – put campana above joseph Martinez in the in the forward pecking order in the depth chart maybe even not by a whole lot maybe it's still for him close that's my that's my perception or my uh sensation my supposition from the outside but I think now campana is seen right now as the first choice striker and I think he starts this final
1: yeah he deserves to start all right so my turn Drake <laughs> three in the back Kamal. Sergi and um, Toto, then five in the middle, Taylor, um, Faku, Bussi and Dixon and DeAndre on the left side. Am I right? Am I yes? Let's see. I'm very tired, but (laughs) yet I think I'm good. And uh, Messi and Campana. That would be my, my guess.
0: So, no, Facundo, yes, I said Facu. Oh, so Facu, Dixon, and Busi are the three midfielders. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I mean, I can see that. And Messi starts. I, I mean, I don't think that your lineup prediction is, is wrong. And they, uh, they move around
1: a lot. You know, so- we listed, I mean, I think the team and, and we do have a sense of how they will be playing in terms of their formation that at times we're not even aware within the game that it changes drastically because you don't want to set up Messi for, you know, you don't want him to be a nine per se. You want to give him the freedom. If he wants to be a winger, let him be a winger. If he wants to be a 10, let him be a 10. Whatever he wants, as long as he gets the ball. So, and that's where, you know, everything around him, Will shape up in a different way. Like Faku wouldn't necessarily play in the middle. Um, You know, Robert and DeAndre will be even more aggressive if if Messi stays central. So there are so many other things that go around Messi and how he's playing in terms of a formation. So, but I think at least that's the that's the starting lineup that I would put out there, thinking about being aggressive and winning this game in 90 minutes. Then you know things can happen. I don't think inter Miami, I don't think they have a lot. You know, I don't think they have the choice of okay, I'm gonna start really strong and if that doesn't happen that doesn't work, I have plan B or C on the bench that really no hay variantes.
0: No hay yeah. para Tata Martino. I don't think they have enough.
1: I don't think they have enough on the bench. Okay, so
0: Heron Head asks is Gomez going to be available? So Diego Gomez is back with the group. He had some, he had an injury, but he also had some passport or paperwork issues that he had to resolve. He's back with the group. He didn't dress over the weekend. I expect that, and again, not inside information, but I expect that he will be in the game day roster, like as an option. It's not that clearly makes him. So I think he'll be there, assuming that he is healthy enough. Lungelo Mabasa says nope. Benjamin, there's no way he starts. He was limping when subbed against Orlando. He was, but from what I saw up in the press box at Exploria Stadium, it was more due to cramps. Because I saw him stretch out his right calf. Yeah, it was, I was So I mean, he's probably fatigued, and he's probably not going to be able to give you a full ninety. But I think if Messi doesn't start, then that opens the door for him to to get that start in the midfield, and then that pushes Facundo Farias into. A starting forward role. Starting well, forward. you know,
1: I think there are players that are, you know, from from what we have seen in, in in the last two games, you know, players that have that have gotten a lot of minutes. Most likely, they don't have a shot at starting. Like Ruiz, he started both matches. He's not he's not part of the plan to start. He might be an option later on. I think is a similar scenario. Um. Joseph to me shouldn't start as well. I mean, he doesn't look. I mean, he's not in very good form. I mean, Campana clearly is 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 a better choice. So you know, from the last two games, I think we can make assessments about who who might be ready for full ninety or one twenty. Um, but I, I at the end of the I think you know the the bottom line is. If Messi plays, then, you no, know, no, that's that's the bigger question. If he plays, several things can change around the lineup. If he doesn't, I think it's clear-cut.
0: Okay. Okay, so key to the game, Jose. Key to the game. What does Inter Miami have to do to win this game? Don't tell me they have to score more goals than the opponent. That's obvious. What does Inter Miami have to do here to win the second trophy, as they're calling it, La Segunda, the second, yeah. um, on Wednesday night and have another Memorable moment, holding a trophy in front of La Familia, in front of the South Florida fan base. What do they have to do to make that happen? What's the key?
1: I Well, first off, I think they need to feed off the energy a fi- of a final playing at home. You know, I think that's something that it's going to be very special. Very, very special. If you really go back and think, when was the last time that South Florida had a final? It's it's been a while. It's been a while, and um, you know it's. A, you mean
0: you mean in football or in any yes, sport? in football. Oh, in
1: football. I mean, this is football, right? I mean, most of the people that go to the stadium, they are football
0: fans. Just clarifying, my friend. Just clarifying.
1: Yeah, so you know that's 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 a special, and um, you know they need to feed off that energy. I would say if they score early, you know, it's all said and done. I mean, if if Messi scores a goal in the first fifteen minutes. I just don't see it. I don't see a way a way that Houston might be able to stop them. But stop them. But overall, I think they need they really need to dictate the tempo of the game. You know, they they just cannot allow Houston Dynamo to believe that they can actually mm. win this game. They just can't allow that to happen. So they need to find a way to. I mean, they're very good with possession, and that's the game for them. They want to have the ball. But they cannot allow, you know, silly mistakes in the middle, counterattacks, you know, they really need to dictate the tempo.
0: So the key to the game is dictate the tempo. That's it. That's it. They yes. dictate the tempo, they win. I mean yes. I think they're dictating the tempo no matter what. It's about how sharp they are in that final third, with or without Messi. That's what will decide this game. For. Because I don't have any doubt that they're going to have the ball. I think I don't think Houston's going to even try to come out and play to go try to go toe-for-toe for, toe for the ball. So while I agree that Inter like if they win this game, they're going to have possession, yes, because that's, I think, how the game's going to play out. It's about what they do in that final third. How sharp are they? How good are the movements? How good is the finishing? The final third, that's going to be the key, right? Because against yes, orlando city and we've seen this with different in different games for Inter Miami. even though they've only lost one in this stretch of what is it now 14 games if i'm not mistaken jose mm-hmm. they have only lost one but even in that stretch some of the games Messi's had to come up with some messy magic right the final against Nashville, for example he scores un golazo off of a ball that you know popped out to him but from the run of play they weren't overly overwhelming against Nashville SC. And Nashville SC is a different opponent than, than the Houston Dino. Well, but they can't be. I mean, you can't ask that from this team.
1: I mean, they need to go where Messi goes. I mean, but, that's, that's the only if, way to Messi's do not, it.
0: But if Messi doesn't start, then you have to make do with what you have on the field.
1: That's why I told you if Messi doesn't start, then, you know, that even things out even more. You know, if Messi's not there... They, I mean, Houston is not great, but Inter Miami as well. Without Messi, it's not; they're not an outstanding team. You know, if this game without Messi is played on the road, it's played at is it called PNC Shell Energy, I think now. Well, if this game was to be played in Houston without Messi, I don't think Inter Miami is a favorite. I don't think Inter Miami is a favorite. You know, I would
0: still, I would still disagree with that, but I think yes, the gap becomes. It, smaller, it's, it's smaller, and, and that's why you know I'm thinking. I'm thinking he plays.
1: If he plays, I told you. I told you what they need to do. But you can't ask of the rest of the team, you know, for for them to be dominating the game in every single way possible, when you know they really haven't had a lot of time, you know, within games. Like, really think about it. How many training sessions have they have they had? with Messi in the last two weeks. And even before that. So, not a lot. I think this team, you can demand from the team, from the collective effort, next year. This year, you're going to have to rely on on, on individual efforts, whether it's Messi or Campana. Somebody needs to provide a spark for this team to be successful. But you just can't ask this team
0: to be, you know... I disagree with that. I don't think I don't I don't see why you can't ask it of the team, like because they don't train. They don't have training sessions. In so. Orlando, in Orlando, they took a lead, despite not being that overwhelmingly dominant from the run of play. They still took a lead. It's still possible. The team does still have talent, so it does. You know, like I mean, Leonardo Campana, Facundo Parias has been playing better and better with each passing game. But
1: you said I mean, you want them to be impressive from the run of play. No,
0: no, no. That's what you said no, before. No. They're, they're going to have the ball. I don't have any – there's no doubt in my mind that they will boss the line share of possession. I actually looked at the stat today. They've only lost possession three times since Messi has arrived. Only three times. That's with or without him on the field. They've only lost possession three times in a, in a match. So they are going to have the ball, and they're at home – pushing them on they're going to have the ball it's about how sharp they are in the final third how how dangerous are they are the are the low crosses in or are the crosses to the back post are they good crosses or are they weak crosses that the dynamo can easily push away like Inter Miami has to be sharp in the final third with and cross you know their decision making their passes their finishing because that's what's going to decide this game whether Messi starts or not if they if the game, like you said if the game stays zero zero the longer the game stays zero zero The more the Houston Dynamo believe they can pull it off, the more uh, opportunity there is that they can hit on a counter. And the more disbelief and lack of conviction and maybe some nervousness seeps into Inter-Miami because they are the favorites. Who's going to be nervous about the final? Who? Who? What, you think the younger players are just like, oh, yeah, we're, they're not going to get nervous if the game is 0-0 in the 85th minute. Yeah, but the young
1: players are not going to be a deciding factor at that point. You know? I mean, uh, if, there's, if, there's players on
0: the field, if there's young players on the field, I don't even make think a mistake Kamal because Miller, they
1: score a goal. Kamal, do you think Sergio Cristo will be nervous going into this game? I don't think so. I don't think so. Who's going to be nervous about this game?
0: Benjamin Kramaski, Noah Allen, the young guys that have been...
1: That's why I shouldn't play, <laughs> but too, It's two players. I mean, I, mean, I don't even to think play, so, Toto you, Aveles you gotta, you gotta or Paco Farillas. I gotta think play they played Clásicos in, in, in Argentina that are, you know, bigger than this. Houston
0: know. Mejia says, Houston has not been good on the road this, this season. Another point in... But it's a final, atmosphere. though. It's a final. I mean, it's you can't compare...
1: You can compare all the road games in the in the last five years for Houston Dynamo. And, by the way, you're going to find a lot of disappointment. So, I, I do not recommend you watching Houston <laughs> Dynamo in the last five years. But if you do, I mean, you'll end up watching something completely different on Wednesday. It's a final. I mean, so everybody Inter-Miami will wins. play the game. Yes
0: or no? Jose, oh, Inter-Miami wins, yes or no? Yes, I think the they will we'll be covering an Inter-Miami championship celebration yes. at around 10.30, 11.30, 12.00 midnight on Wednesday to Thursday. Yes,
1: I think we will. I think we will be covering that because um, I, th- I think Inter-Miami, they're a good a good home team. And um, with Messi, I just don't see a way that Houston can can stop him. You know, even you know, Ache Ache, Hector Herrera is a very good player, but you know, he's getting up there in age as well. Um, I, I just, I just think everything is set up for 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 Inter Miami to win. Worst case scenario, I think you know, it it would be for Inter Miami to go down early, and still I think they find a way to turn it around with Messi.
0: Tank seven two one says going to get some sparkling grape juice for Wednesday just in case. Pop the bubbly. He's getting the re- the bubbly ready. Uh, that's a, you
1: know that's a, that's a good question. I wonder what the celebration will be like, um, on Wednesday on Wednesday night if Miami wins, because, you know, for s- so many people, you know, having Inter Miami play a single game, forget about winning trophies. But for so many people, just having Inter Miami play a game, have an MLS team back in South Florida was a big deal. And now to have Messi, to win a final, to actually be win
0: a final at home, Jose. they already won a final.
1: No, no, that's that's where I was going. You know, winning a final at home, people actually being able to watch the game in person, I think that's gonna be an emotional moment for, for for a lot of inter Miami fans. And I'm talking about those fans that even before we knew the name of the team, they were already there. So I think for those people, it's going to be emotional. And then, you know, all the flair of having Messi erase the trophy. I think that that would be, that would be really something. If, if inter Miami is able to pull that off, I think even if you're, um, a Houston Dynamo reporter, let's say that's coming over. I think that might be a moment that, that we'll all remember in, in years to come.
0: Tank seven two one says more news reporters have to join in on the celebrations. <laughs> well, Hose, you know I hated point, that. Jose hated that, but uh, it might it's very likely to happen, I imagine, right? I hope not.
1: I hope that doesn't ever happen again. Um but I'll
0: tell you what. Um It's going to be festive, man. If if they win on Wednesday, if they do this thing, it's going to be a party um, at Drive Thing Stadium. I don't know until what time we'll be there. um, Right. That's what I was thinking. To to cover, but it's going to be a party. And listen, for me, and, you know, the comment section is going to say what it's going to say. Wednesday could be the end of the season, essentially. Like, it could be the de facto end of the season. Because, and we're going to dive into this here very quickly because we're going long. But. Inter Miami might not make the playoffs. And if they don't make the playoffs, this is essentially the last high point you've got. So yeah. I think that I think that they, if they do win, they should enjoy it. Yes, they have another game and a quick another quick turnaround and they have to quickly change their mind and their focus on the next game and back in regular season, trying to make the playoffs. But they should enjoy it on that Wednesday night if they do win it. Um because again, this might be as good as it's going to get this season. Now that, that's going to lead us, and I do think Inter Miami wins. I think, is. I think it might be tighter than what everyone expects, but I think in Miami mind It can give on. your score if you want. Go ahead. And then we're switching gears.
1: If Messi plays, if Messi plays, looking straight at the camera here, which I think he will, I think he'll start, he'll play full 90 minutes. I think it'll be 5 1. 5 1.
0: You have to like hundred percent,
1: it. Party from the sixtieth minute mark on, thirty minutes, getting the party started until the final whistle, and then it blows. Yes,
0: I think it, it's gonna be easy. It's and if he easy. doesn't start, if he doesn't start,
1: if he doesn't start, I think they win two one.
0: Yeah, but Ben Olsen,
1: 90, 90 minutes.
0: Ben, ben Olsen being the uh fired up head coach that he is he's probably gonna find a way to get this clip from miami to the radio he's gonna show it to the team and be like look at this guy this guy's gonna be on the sideline and when we don't (laughs) lose five to one and when we score that first goal i want you all to go run towards him and celebrate in his face that's probably what he's gonna say to try to fire up his troops uh and if that happens i would love you for it because i'll call i'll I'll call my friend (laughs) messi to back me up um, all right. I think it miami wins, I think it reminds me. But again, I think it's going to be a tighter game um, than most people uh, think it will be, including yourself. All right, let's really quickly switch gears. Let's try to do this in 10, 13 minutes. Um, Inter Miami went on the road to Central Florida to take on the rivals Orlando City at Exploria Stadium in Orlando, Florida. And what I dubbed the Sunshine Clásico, aka El Clásico del Sol, by the way, that game was happening on the same night that. Carol G, the musical artist, was at Camping World Stadium, like literally. Look at half, you.
1: Listen, no, listen. Look ha- at you. listen. Popular was, culture reporter. Look it was
0: at ha- you. it was half a mile away, and it was happening almost simultaneously. So there was a lot of pink in downtown Orlando and in and around Camping World. Uh, I'm sorry, in and around Exploria Stadium, Orlando City's home. But it wasn't all Prince or Miami. There was a lot of people just going to go see La Vichota, um, uh, which was an interesting pregame. Footnote, because I was like, oh, there's a lot of wait, Lord, no, not in Miami, Lord, Lord. not in Miami, pink. Although there were some, you know, there was a good bit of inner Miami uh, fans in attendance that made the the trip up. Not, a, they weren't by any by any chance of the imagination, by any stretch of the imagination, so were they close to being the home team or anything of the like? But there was a decent uh, representation, decent representation. Uh Hosted, inner Miami tied this game one yeah. to one. Your boy, your Catrero. Doug Ruiz you, scored sir. the Thank opener you. in the 52nd minute, but that was cancelled out by Duncan Maguire in the 66th minute. Inter Miami came out with a lineup. Do everything
1: for for this team, you know. He has been doing a lot, but he can't do everything, guys. Come on, scores and you can't. Come on.
0: Inter Miami came out in this in this lineup, Um well into this game with a starting lineup that was a 5-3-2. Forget what the. Pre-game graphic that the team put on twitter showed which showed like a 4-4-2 this was a 5-3-2 if you want to be like Jose then you can say a 3-5-2 but it was five at the back there was three center backs with two wing backs so Drake Calendar was in goal DeAndre Yedlin and Robert Taylor were your wing backs right and left respectively three center backs were Thomas Aviles, Sergi Christoph, Noah Allen, midfield three were David Ruiz, Dixon Arroyo, Benjamin Kremaski, and up top, Joseph Martinez and Leonardo Campana as the joint number nines, which I had heard prior to kickoff, and I teased it in a tweet. I put the little bell, which means Campana, obviously in Spanish emoji, and I put the angry uh, red-faced emoji, which Joseph uses for all his uh, his Instagram and social media posts. So um, oh, really? I put that out there. Yeah, I put that out there like 30 minutes before the lineups were supposed to come out, um, just to kind of tease that they were they were starting together, and they. In fact, did now Inter took the lead in this game? Did it play as well as it normally does? We can talk about that. Nonetheless, the biggest talking point here, besides the fact that the three stars weren't available—that's Messi, Busquets, and Jordi Alba—Inter really got a point out of this game. Now, this Not is enough. where this no look. So this is where the debate begins, right? <laughs> was it one point gained, Jose, or was it two points dropped? Because there's plenty of people on social media that have said both. And Inter-Miami fans in particular, a lot of them have, have taken, like, the positive and optimistic viewpoint that they got something out of the game against a tough opponent, which there's no denying that. But which is it? Two they points dropped. Two points.
1: They Why? dropped two points because, you know, the other teams ahead of them, you know, they didn't have good results. So they at this point, you know, it doesn't matter if you play at home or on the road. It's a matter of points. You know, you're not going to get more points if you win on the road. It's not going to happen. So if you didn't get three points and DC United ended up losing their game and Montreal tied, I think. Yeah, I think. Then that's an opportunity. If you don't take advantage of that opportunity, then, you know, I'm sorry. You know, it's 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 a draw. It's not enough. You needed three points. You needed to take advantage of that opportunity, and they did not
0: I'm with you. I'm with you. I agree 100% here on this one. We've disagreed a good bit here, um, although we've done so in a much nicer way than maybe, you know, after and I do, or I mean, Simon, Simon, Simon doesn't really disagree too much. I mean, there he is. Simon Evans, our other co-host in the comment section say no bachelorette parties in Orlando Franco question mark. And that's because obviously when we were in Nashville, it was littered with, you know, uh bachelorette parties. It was like a confetti of bachelorette parties in Nashville for the league Cup final um shout out to Simon. Hopefully we'll see him on Wednesday and, and shortly soon after that here back on the pod. Um host you set you've, trend, you've set the trend by the way because now the co-hosts that aren't on that can't make it on they're coming into the comment sections and Well we that means Simon's going to
1: be back in the next pod, you know, cuz <laughs> I did it on what was it Monday last Oh wait la- no, it was I last
0: was week. week. It was well, last, Thursday. I did it last Thursday. Week. Last Thursday. I, I'm here. Yeah, Lesters. well, I'm here, so... And you promised you'd be here, and you made good on that promise, so here you are. Yes, sir. Um, although, with the with the creakiest, like, grandma chair I think I've ever heard in my life, that thing is creaking left and right, Jose. It's um, you. It's not me. Come on, That's guys. not me? That's you. He wants to
1: blame it on me, and it's him. It's your chair. You know, get a new
0: chair. Look, I'm moving. Nope. No, no, you're not moving. You're not moving at all. You're just moving your Perfect. arm. Perfect. Mo- move, move on. Move your body. Move your body. Move, move your body. Move on, All right. Inner, inner, inner Miami... In Miami tide, I agree with you that it was just uh, it was two points dropped, especially since they were in the lead in the game. You know, there's an argument that could be made there that maybe they should have focused a little bit more on the defensive side as opposed to continuing to push um, numbers forward for a second goal. Whether you agree or disagree with that, I'm not saying that that's my stance, but I mean that that argument could be made. Um, I think it does hurt them. They need to make up ground, and yes, they have games in hand, but games in hand do not mean automatic. Points in hand, right? And they're going to be missing Messi for some of these games, right? If Messi plays on Wednesday, do we expect him to play on Saturday against New York City FC, who, by the way, is in ninth place in the Eastern Conference and is the direct, you know, opponent, the direct rival that Inter Miami has to knock off or Inter Miami has to replace in the standings at this point in the season? Like, do we expect Messi to play on Saturday? No, I don't either. I don't think he's going to play on Saturday. Start. I don't, I don't expect him to. I don't expect him to play. Maybe, maybe off bench. Maybe. I don't even. I don't think so. I don't think so given how they're managing him and everything. So Messi's going to be missing for some of these games. I think they missed an opportunity there to, to close out that 1-0 lead and take the three points. Again, they knew what they were up against, right? Tata knew that they were taking a gamble. They weren't have. They didn't have their three key players. He rested Busquets. Didn't have to, but he rested Busquets with an eye on Wednesday's final. Didn't start Farias, despite Farias is very good form. So clearly, you know, they still put out a strong lineup, a stronger lineup than I thought that they would put. But it still was with an eye towards Wednesday. So, you know, they were okay, maybe not getting three points from this one. After the game, and we'll listen to this to this one quote from Tata about about you know the performance because he he gave value to the performance, but obviously also noted that you know it they're going to see if that one point serves them for what they're looking for. So this was Tata post game y luego podemos a un poco
2: más en el actual match. Um, jugamos con tres chicos de, la, de las divisiones inferiores, uno de ellos hizo el gol, y la verdad que hay, eh, como vos decís, para poder sacar eh, un empate, creo que eh, el partido en algún punto lo pudimos haber perdido, pero creo que en otro punto también estuvo en, en para nuestro lado. Eh... Eh, teniendo en cuenta todo eso después veremos si el punto en realidad para lo que buscamos sirve pero si uno lo piensa como un partido aislado la verdad es que me voy muy satisfecho porque eh, eh, tu- hicimos un esfuerzo descomunal ¿Estás con eso?
1: el Creo que Tata ha sido muy claro sobre MLS ha sido muy, and I think in part it's because, you know, there's no pressure on him or on the team as a whole to make the playoffs. You know, if they make it, great. Absolutely. Another accomplishment. But if they don't, you know, they'll they'll be happy to go home. Messi will start a three month vacation and he'll be ready to go next year.
0: Mm-mm. If, if if they don't make the playoffs, if the regular season ends for them on October twenty first, whatever the date is, he doesn't go on vacation right away. They've still got Argentina, still got World Cup qualifiers in November. So in some way, shape, or form, he's going one to week. be. That's one week. I said two, three weeks later. I'm all the same. Yeah, he's but that's the, one week of games. Two games.
1: That's games two, are two. played in five days. It's possibly two weeks of games.
0: Anyway, not the same, like, he's not how? going to. FIFA windows are six days. Right, but that, to get there is three weeks. Anyway, there's weeks in between the end of the regular season and the November window. So if they don't make the playoffs, he's not going straight to vacation. I imagine he'll work with the Argentine Federation or he'll have to do whatever he has to do to try to stay fit. Marcos, Marcos, here in the comment section, says, it's all set up from the very beginning. Messi's industry can't afford to miss it. I think he means uh, the playoffs. I mean... It would not be ideal for Inter-Miami and Leon It would to be a horrible playoffs. setup. For Apple TV, it would be terrible. For MLS, it wouldn't be any good. But I'm with you, Jose. You know, the playoffs were always a distant goal, a goal still, and it's still possible, but it wasn't the priority. The priority is Wednesday night, which, is, again, is why I go back to my earlier point. If they can win that final, then they should celebrate it because there's no guarantee that they have another high point like that this year. So, yeah. and there's not that much. There's not that many games left in the regular season. So, uh, yeah, they, I mean, they they could have gotten three points. They didn't. Missed opportunity for them. They've got five games left. Five points separate them from the from the playoff for the final playoff berth. Here is the updated standings. Close it, you still think they don't make it? Correct.
1: Yeah, no, I don't think they make it. I don't think they make it.
0: This is our weekly, it. our weekly, or our you know every match day update here in terms of the standings. They, at one point, when they were winning one zero, I think they were up to eleventh place in the standings. The win would have been very, very big for them. But the fact that they ended up with just one point, it kept them in fourteenth place. Now, doesn't you know? I, you it know, it, did, I it doesn't doesn't push them further down the standings, but it gives them one less game to make up the ground they need to make up.
1: I think they they have made a great effort, but I think there's you know, there's one scenario in particular that I think puts him in a lot of trouble, and uh, and 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 it's and it's more about if you have if you haven't been able to move past Charlotte before the next the last two games, I think that's 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 the point where uh, you know it's it's going to be pretty clear that they're not going to make it. I just Charlotte is not a very good team but i just don't see them winning both games against charlotte and one of them they will, they'll play without messi right so the
0: international window
1: yeah so i think that that would be the first step for me just m- move ahead from charlotte you know let them have an advantage over charlotte you know before the last two games i think that would give them a glimpse but still i don't think i just don't think they make it So so
0: Inter-Miami's next three regular season games are at home against New York City FC on Saturday, away to the Chicago Fire that following Wednesday, and then back at home against FC Cincinnati the following Saturday, October 7th. Those are the three very likely make-or-break games for Inter-Miami. And they're playing a direct opponent again in New York City FC, but I don't think they're going to do so with an with the full strength lineup. I don't think Messi's going to play much if at all. So that's a tough challenge. Cincinnati's a good team. The and Miami's at home, but that's another tough challenge. I think they're just going to miss out. I've said that from you know weeks ago since we you know started doing the video, or maybe months ago now since we started doing the video pod. I think they're just going to miss out, just by a little bit, by a smidge. Yeah, but which, why, think- which is why I think this game hurts them. Which is why I think this game hurts them because. They were in the, you know, in pole position to get to the finish line and win the game. And yes, it was a bit of a, an unlucky bounce that, you know, played Duncan McGuire in on goal. And then he, he finished past straight calendar, who maybe could have done better instead of, you know, opening up. So, you know, so, so stretched out and leaving that that space in between his legs. Maybe could have done better uh, in, in achicar el, el angulo, you know, maybe done something a, bit, a little bit differently there. Um But... As at
1: that
0: point, again, it's a 1v1, you know. But, oh, sure, sure, but I think he could have done better. And again, the team, just in general, look, they played four teenagers in the starting lineup. I think that's the first time in Inter-Miami history they've done that. Toto Aviles, No Allen, Benjamin Kremaski, and David Ruiz. David Ruiz ends up scoring the goal, um, which Joseph Martinez the took the initial shot. Took the initial. <laughs> Joseph Martinez took the initial shot. It was saved, and David Ruiz with a mop-up duty there. Cleaning time. up.
1: So, Cleaning up, as always.
0: And so, he was so
1: generous that he ended up celebrating with Joseph just so that Joseph didn't feel bad. And what a player,
0: <laughs> What a player. Yes, yes, what a player. This is the hunger. <laughs> um, so it was a missed opportunity. Look, I think they competed well. They put in a, a very valiant effort, a good effort, a hard fought game, it was very chippy, especially in the first half. I think From, I wrote, you know, I was covering for the Miami Herald uh, in place of our friend Michelle Kaufman and our colleague Michelle Kaufman, um, who is celebrating Yankapur, Kapoor, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so I think I wrote in the first half it was 17 fouls compared to three shots on target
2: for yeah, both, both sides.
0: Boring. So yeah, it was very chippy affair. You, I mean, from, from, I don't know. I, I heard from the broadcast. You couldn't really perceive it as well. I mean, you could tell me better having had a chance to rewatch the game. I'll do that as soon as we wrap up here. Um, but from the broadcast, you couldn't really pick up a lot of the ambiance and the noise from the crowd. And the Orlando city crowd was, was in full voice, man. They were, chanting all the expletives, um, you know, the PA guy had to come on on multiple occasions and say, please refrain from using offensive language, etc., etc." et, cetera, et cetera. Um, But, you know, it felt like a like a rivalry match. And in that first half, with how cagey it was, how chippy it was, you know, how physical it was, you know, it, it felt like uh, a classical, a, a un classico, un sunshine classical, a derby, a rivalry game, however you want to use the term. Obviously, the quality was lacking there from both sides, but you know, again... especially Inter in Miami. the first half. Yeah, things yeah, got a little me, bit better in the second half, but just, yeah, I mean, it's still, to me it, it still felt wasn't... like
1: to me it felt like Inter Miami they didn't want to play the game. You know, the first half felt like, can we get over with? You know, just you know, play forty five minutes and drive down south and you know, start thinking about the final. They flew.
0: They flew. They didn't drive. Normally, they've driven in the past. They' taking a bus, but they flew this time. So oh, see there the effects know. of the final. <laughs> There you go.
1: They're, they're, they have been thinking, you know, that's the tricky part. You know, so many times when we have interview coaches and we want to ask about a particular game that is not necessarily the next game in the schedule, but we want to get ahead a little bit, coaches will typically go, well, we're thinking about the next game. We want to get ahead of ourselves. Well, Tata did the, the, the opposite, you know, since like a week and a half ago or two weeks, he has been talking about, 27th is our priority, so that was awesome at the point. At that point, but I can now understand why coaches stay away from saying stuff like that
0: because oh, yeah, suddenly, he's he's tried, he's tried to he's trying to you know play damage control since it. then. He's tried to be yes. like, oh, you know, we're taking a game by game, we're focused on yeah. this game, not the next, but yes. I mean, it's clear, man. It's clear, he's Sergio, Sergio the whole Busquets, thing. yeah, Sergio Busquets was getting rest. Like, I mean, Facundo Farias didn't start, like, yeah, they're clearly first choice players. And obviously there's a final Wednesday. Anyway, um for me, and her Miami played uh, competed. Well, Uh maybe didn't play the best. They didn't, they didn't look for possession as much as they normally do. Thought that I acknowledged that after the game said that they, they skipped lines. They went long um, on more occasions than normal. Um, You know, I thought that was a great quote from in post game in terms of just diving into the tactical um, nuances and analysis of the match. I would, I have it here, but we've already gone long. So I won't, I won't share it here um, for now. So competed well, had the lead, but didn't uh, didn't close the door. They of that lead slip I think it's going to hurt them in the in the long run. So, Jose, I think that does it. I think that does it for this show. I do want to share this image here that an Inter Miami fan, who I will not name, sent me, and it's you know it's one of maybe the biggest one of the biggest wins from Inter Miami standpoint against uh, Orlando City. And look at that! Some Inter Miami fans managed to get their hands on an Iron Lion firm, which is one of the Orlando City supporters groups, Banners. Now, I mean, some people are saying that it's that, it's, uh, that it's Photoshop, that it's not Photoshop. I don't know. I mean, I just shared it before the show, and I don't know what Twitter's saying, but initially there was some different comments. So, um, you know, I'm just sharing what I was sent. Don't know uh, how... Valid that is, but if they did get away with that, um, uh, I mean, that's it's pretty cool, it's pretty cool, um, uh, in terms of just like what it's going to do for the talking point of, of the rivalry. I mean, some people will say that that's stealing. I, I imagine they'll give it back.
1: They can, still... I would hope,
0: I would hope they give it back.
1: Mm, they can still meet in the playoffs, right? They could
0: somewhere, yeah. Well,
1: um, we'll see. I'm still not convinced about the rivalry,
0: not convinced. Tata, Tata was with you because he said there needs more time for the rivalry to.
1: Yeah, but then again, you know, you asked about rivalries to
0: a coach that, you know, he he was in, in Barcelona. <laughs> he, he even talked about what he said. He said there's ah. one in Rosario this weekend, right? He, like, even That's like, brought bigger. That up. yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. You, you kind of have to ask that question to um, Oscar Pareja, maybe? Well, Oscar Pareja was in Liga MX, so I think. America, Chivas—it's bigger. Ah,
0: all right. Well, let's let's leave it there. We've gone long, gone longer than an hour and a half. It's not normally the goal here. We usually try to get an hour and fifteen or an blame hour and 10. me
1: because yes. I'm back
0: because he's back. He okay. had a lot to say, and we had a lot to talk about. I mean, it's a big matchup on Wednesday. We want to do our do our due diligence with covering the the match. We didn't even get to talk about this. I didn't even get your thoughts on this. Either masterpiece or this catastrophe, which I'm not gonna ask you for your for your thoughts now, Jose. This pizza, this little no messy pizza that's made around uh, you're gonna have to I don't like onions. No, you're gonna have to save like those audience. thoughts. No, save those thoughts, so save them. No, you no, know. save them, save them. Pineapple, yes. I can I, I do can like take pineapple. pineapple. Yeah. I do like pineapple on so. pizza, but no, save it's your too, thoughts. Too much. No, save I, your, it's your it's thoughts. Jose. You, you are punished. <laughs> you are punished. You are punished for not being on the podcast for nearly two months. So right. we will talk about that pizza maybe later in the week in 2, in two we... months no <laughs> but we'll be back later in the week to recap the final of course and to preview uh the New York City FC match in some capacity but obviously much of the talking point will be about the final win, lose or draw. So that will do it for us for now. Thank you guys again so much for listening, watching and tuning in. If you're watching this on YouTube, please give us uh, a like, a subscribe, a share. If you're watching us or listening to us, excuse me, on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please leave us a review if you haven't already. We are getting closer and closer. More people are starting to do it, and we're getting closer and closer to to that number that we need. So we're almost there. Help us get to the finish line. So for Jose Armando, I am Franco Penizo. You have been listening to Miami Total Football. See? I need water. I need water. My AC is not working here. It's been damaged since Saturday. So radio. There we go. All right. We'll talk to you guys soon.